Oasis Church Chicago, this is Pastor J.P. Trollio. I'm so glad that you're here listening with us today on our podcast. This message today is coming from our midweek prayer service. We believe that this prayer meeting is the most vital meeting of our church. I pray today as you listen to this message that you're encouraged, that you're inspired, and that ultimately you're pushed closer to Jesus. If this message today spoke to you, I pray that you will come out and join with us on a Wednesday night that you can gather together alongside the rest of the church and hear from God and what he would have to say to you. As we've been going through the book of Acts, you know, I, I, I'm not only, that, let me say it this way, when I study for the sermons, that's not my quiet time. <laughs> can I say that? I also then have another section of my life, which is my own personal quiet time, where I get in the word and I try to see what God is trying to just teach me. So I'm also growing too, amen? So, so I've, been, I've, I've gone back and uh, I'm, I'm studying the book of Exodus specifically where the people were bound in slavery, set free, and then wanted to go back to slavery. <laughs> like, like, does anybody ever read that and think like, what are they thinking? My hand's up. Like, they were in slavery, set free, walked across the sea, got to the land, and then said, let's go back to Egypt because it was better over there. That's us, right? <laughs> Don't judge them. That is us. And so tonight, if you have your Bibles, open them up to Exodus 13. Exodus 13, it's going to be up on the screen. I, I want to pray tonight specifically for, 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 for one thing, and I'll share that in a moment. But I was reading this passage of scripture, and this really jumped out at me because honestly, um, I've read this a lot, and these, these phrases, these sayings have never really jumped out to me the way that they did uh, two days ago. And I entitled this, if you want to put a title to it, it's called this, Why Are We Going This Way? <laughs> Why are we going this way? Exodus 13, just two verses, 17 through 18. You love your Bible? Yeah. Come on, you should love the Bible. It's a good book. It's the only book on your shelf that will read you. Anyways. It says this. When Pharaoh finally let the people go. How many of you have seen the movies? You know the stories. You've, you've seen it, right? Moses shows up, says, let my people go. Right? Plagues happen. Different things happen to, to awaken Pharaoh, to try to get Pharaoh to release the people. And it says this. When Pharaoh finally let the people go. Like that line right there. It was the moment of release. Okay? Release happened. God did not lead them along the main road. This is where my attention was struck. I was, I should confess, I wasn't reading this. I was listening to it in my, in my ear pods as I was holding my son who doesn't like to take naps, but he only likes to naps when you're holding him in the dark in his bedroom. So for the, for the first 30 minutes he sleeps and then for the next hour he sleeps in my arms. So I turn on the Bible because I'm spiritual and awesome. Most time it's like talk radio or sports podcast, but this time was the Bible. And I heard that. It said, God did not lead them along the main road. And I paused it. And I said, God, there is something here. <laughs> you did not lead them along the main road. Where did you take them? And he said, keep listening. <laughs> the main road that runs through Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route, the shortest route, to the promised land. God said, if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds. This is good. And return to Egypt. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness. <laughs> Wait, 
God just released them from slavery and he said, you're not going to go the easy route. You're going to go through the wilderness. Come on, God. <laughs> Are you serious? Anybody else think that? Like, just me, just your crazy pastor up here. You got me. I've been off like two weeks on Sunday. Welcome back. Yeah. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. Why are we going this way? Have you ever asked that question when you're in the car? How many backseat drivers do we have in the house? Be honest. My hand is way up. When oftentimes when people come and pick me up, I'm telling them which way to go. Like they have their GPS up, they got their Google Maps, they got their ways, and I'm still telling them, like, no, don't take that way, take this way, no, no. And when it comes to road trips, I'm always saying, like, yo, which way are we going? And why are we going this way? Like, I remember getting in the car with Rachel, we were going down to Ford, and we were driving down there, and I remember saying to the guy that was driving, like, which route are you taking? He's like, why? I was like, I just, which route are you taking? He's like, why? Do you know the map of America? Like, do you know every road? Like, why are you curious? Like, we're going to go the way that's the fastest way. I want to know which way I'm going and why we're going that way. Anybody else? Like, I'm always curious to see, like, why are we going in this direction? Why are we going that way? Why did you choose this way? I just want to know. And I, I read this, and I studied this alongside 1 Corinthians 10. Go read it. Go home and read your Bibles. Don't just show up here and have me read it to you. Go home and read it. It's a parallel. It's the same story. They're sharing in the Old Testament and New Testament. And it baffles me that God would have the people of God that he just released go the long way. Now, now they were just, listen, they were just in slavery, getting whipped, getting beaten, like berated, yelled at, killed. And now they're free. And God says, yeah, you're not going to go the easy way. But God, we just went through the hard way. Yeah, but you're not going to go the easy way. You're going to go my way. Hello? I read this and I'm like, man, you, you literally had to take them the roundabout way. Tonight, God's reminding us of his perfect timing to lead us in the best way possible. How many would say amen to that? God's timing is perfect. And he wants to show us that the way uh, we want to go the easy route, right? The easy route, the way that we want to go, the way that our flesh would want us to go, the way that we desire to go. The e Who likes ease? The rest of you that don't have your hands up, you're awesome. But if we're being honest, we all want to go the easy route. And God's saying, the easy route is not where I would have you go and not way, the way I would have you go because there's going to be pain. There's going to be heartache. There's going to be a battle that you are not ready for. There are going to be things that are on the easy route that you are not prepared for. Come on, this is going to be good. God's leading in direction is better than our leading in direction for our own lives. What seems to be the easiest route will actually cause us pain, will stunt our growth, and might actually do more harm to us than good. Can I say that tonight? The easy route may look easy, but it may kill you. It may hurt you. And I'm here tonight to remind us, because we're going to pray for this, because we are in a generation where we just want God to move now. God, insta-move in my life now. And let me get it up on my story to show the world. And we have forgotten that God is not working on our timetables. 
And God works on his timing. And his timing is perfect. His timing is good. His timing is everything. And he's not interested in your timetable of saying, yo, I'm just going to throw this up on Insta so everybody sees how good my God is. What if God didn't move in your life for 40 years? Would you still praise him? What if God doesn't heal Odin? Am I still going to praise him? What if I don't see it tomorrow? Am I still going to lift my praise to him? You better believe it. Because why? Because I've seen where I've come from. And I see where I'm going. And it may not be the easy route, but it's the God route. Why are we going this way, God? Because I got to grow you. I got to get some stuff in you. You know, the route that God chose for them was maybe four to five days longer than the easy route. How many of you know they weren't driving cars? They didn't have Uber. Like, just call the Uber to get to the Red Sea. Like, they didn't have that. You know what they did? Walked. Walked. They walked an additional four to five days. After just getting beaten, bruised, spit on, now they got to walk. <laughs> God, where are you? You missed this. You messed up. See, when we don't see the easy route, we start to blame God. When we don't get the easy thing, we start to say, God, you're not good. I'll pull back my praise from you. When we don't get the easy thing, we're like, no, nah, I ain't showing up to that house anymore. I ain't showing up to the house of God anymore because I didn't get what I needed. What if you just showed up one more time? Maybe the miracle would have happened the one time you didn't show up. Hello. I can't say that enough. There have been many times where people are like, I didn't want to come to church tonight. And pastor, my miracle happened tonight. Or my miracle happened on that. I ain't kidding. This is not something I make up. Like they're like, I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to show up. It was the last thing I wanted to do. And guess what? I knew something inside of me was telling me, get up and go. And they show up and a miracle happened for them. When you don't feel like it, do it. <laughs> I want us to pray tonight simply this. God, take me in the direction you want me to go. Not the easy route. Not the easy route. Not the easiest way. But your way, God. How many want to go the God way? Come on, how many of you want to go the God way in our lives? How many of you want to say, you know what, I don't need the easy way, I want the God way for my life? Come on, some of us need to hear this tonight because some of us are so depressed, some of us are rid with anxiety because we just want the easiness of God. Hey, his, his, his yoke is, is, is light. He's going to carry your burdens, but he's not going to just make your life and your road rainbows and butterflies. You with me tonight? Like, I, I really thought I was going to, when I got saved, that I was just going to be like, woo! How many know I got saved and like the next week I was like, whoa, can I go, why, this, really, God, you're good, I don't see, you're good, here, this is not good. Anybody, no, just pastor, okay. No, God, I trust your way. I trust your way. So two things tonight. First is this. He, is this encouraging you? First thing is this. This is going to help some people. He leads you in the direction you are ready for. <laughs> Let me say that again. He leads you in the direction you're ready for. He leads you in the direction that you are ready for. How many you know God wants to take you to spaces and places that you can't imagine? But if he got you from now to the dream that he's placed inside of your heart without the in-between, maybe, just maybe, you'd get to that dream tomorrow and you might mess it up because you didn't have the character you didn't have the strength build up. You didn't have the word inside of you. Because guess what? 
dreams that God has for us are so big that they're going to have, how do I want to say this? I want to say this right. The things that God's placed inside of your heart, there's going to be a lot of people that come after you. There's going to be a lot of hardship. When God puts a dream inside of your heart and you don't have opposition, you might want to go back and check the dream that God's placed inside of your heart. Can I say it that way? That's what I want to say. He knows how he needs to lead you. He knows how he needs to direct you. He knows the path in which you are ready for. See, God did not lead them on the easy path because there was a battle waiting for them. See, the road that would have been the easy path, there was the Egyptian army placed along that pathway. See, if the people of Israel would have walked along the easy path, they would have encountered military post upon military post upon military post. Do you think these people that had been barely fed, beaten, bruised, would have been able to fight the military? No. But how many of you believe that people were probably in that crowd like, yo, why is God taking us this way? It would have been easier just to go up that road. If we just go up that road, we'll get to the Red Sea faster. We'll go do where God's called us to go. We'll get to the promised land. He's like, no, if I take you that way, the way you want to go, you're going to get beaten up. You're going to get killed. I got to take you the way that you are ready to go. And the way that you are built to go is the long way right now. How many of you believe that? Is this making sense tonight? See, God knew the people of Israel were not ready to face this yet. So he led them a different way. How many of you know we can put our plans before God? We can say, God, this is what I have. This is what I would like. This is the desires in my heart. But it's God who ultimately makes them. You believe that? It's, it's God who ultimately makes the plans that we have, the things that we want to do happen. I believe that. I, I plan. Who's a planner? Be honest. Yo, I plan. I plan hard. I go hard in the planning. But how many of you know nine out of ten times my plans are nothing in compared to what God would want to do. And that's awesome. I think sometimes we say that, preachers say that, and everyone's like, oh, that stinks. I say that like, yo, I present my plans to God, and I watch him move in ways. That, it's not always like the best, like it's not always the funnest thing or the most enjoyable thing, but it's a good thing. Hello? Some of you are taking your plans to God and being like, God, you good with this? And you're like, yeah, yeah, you said yeah. And he's like, I never said yeah to that. You're like, no, I heard a voice. I heard his voice. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You heard, you. never mind. They're like, I just want to be in that relationship. I heard God say yes. And I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because everybody around you is not hearing it for you. Can I say this? There is wisdom in the counsel of many. Young people, because we are young, but older people in the room tonight, we love you. It doesn't matter your age. I don't care how long you've been serving God. There is wisdom in the counsel of many. That's another sermon another time. But if people are saying to you, yo, this isn't good, don't do this, don't do this, I heard God. I hear it all the time, and I'm like, wait, no, don't go that road. That road is easy, and it's going to hurt you. Come on. God knows which road you're ready for. He knows which way he can take you. See, if they would have gone the easy way, they would have been encountered with so much trial, so much hurt, so much pain. Some of us need to pray and thank God tonight that we are going the long, run, the long way. Are you actually willing to say, God, thanks for taking me the long way? Yeah, God, but I've been single for 15 years. I'm in worship, and I'm lifting my hand, this hand specifically, with this having a ring on it, and I'm waving it. 
Like, God, just see me in my trial. No, for real. So you settle for the easy road. Hello? You settle for that easy relationship that makes you feel all good and tingly inside. Yeah, it's called sin. I'm like, I'm like, Rachel's not been at prayer meeting, and I need her here. Doug, is this all right? Like, <laughs> wisdom in the council of many. No, for real. Maybe if you just sat, maybe if you waited the long game, you would have the, the best thing that God would have for you. Maybe if you didn't rush into something, you didn't rush into that business deal, you didn't rush into that job, into that workspace, you didn't rush into purchasing this or that, you didn't rush into it, you just waited and said, God, I'm going to wait for you to bring supernatural peace. I trust you to take me the long way. Because the easy way is killing us. Can we be honest? We have the most accessible gener- we are the most accessible generation of all time. We can get anything at our fingertips. My wife gets meals sent to our front door. Like, I'm like, yo, what is this? It's a meal. <laughs> yo, I've never seen this before. <laughs> What's it called? It's some green box. I have no idea. Hello Fresh? I get Hello Fresh at my front door. These are meals, like gourmet meals. What? Like, what, where are we? We want, this is, we want God to do the same thing in our life. He's like, yo, I ain't trying to show up to your door with delivery. I'm trying to take you outside of your door and take you along the long way to take you to the door that I need to take you to. Okay, okay. Like, I'm the guy on road trips that's always looking at the GPS, right? And it tells you that this is the best route, Right? I don't trust Waze, and I don't trust Google Maps. I don't trust any of them. I think they're all lies to keep us on the road forever. Actually, it's God. It's, I'm just talking. It's God's way of sanctifying me because traffic, oh, boy. But I'm the guy that if my wife is in the car with me, I'm driving, I got the GPS up. How many of you see, ever see those, like, alternative routes? You know, the little gray one. You click on it, and you're like, this is faster by one minute. She's like, don't do it, JP. Don't do it. I'm like, no, it says it's faster by one minute. She's like, JP, I know the road better than you know the road. And she ain't lying. My wife can get us out of anywhere, from anywhere, from any place. She's like got a road map in her head. It's crazy. She's like, don't take that route. And I'm like, but it says it's faster. She's like, no, but there's stop signs here. There's lights here. There's construction there. And I'm like, oh, well, whatever, babe. You're awesome, but I love you. Click. How many of you know we're sitting in traffic for 20 more minutes than what we should have been? And she just does one of these. I don't want that for your life. That's just what I want to pray for tonight. I don't want you to to be sitting 10 years from now, five years from now, a year from now, two days from now going like, I chose the easy route. I chose chose my route instead of choosing the path that God would have me to go. Trusting that he had the best interests in mind for me. Knowing that there was battles waiting for me that he walked me around from. Come on. Because the second thing is this. He sees more than you. So thank him for that. (laughs) Like, like, he saw the easy route. He saw the path that the people were going on, and he said, that path will kill them. That road, even though the road, it says many, many people believe it had better, better water supply. It was shorter in distance. It was a trade route, so there was food all around there. How many of you know that's a good route to go? But they would have been killed. He saw it. And he says, hey, I see danger in your future, so I'm going to take you around it. Isn't this awesome that this is our God? Like I tell people all the time, don't just praise God for the things you see him doing. Praise him for the things you don't see him doing. Come on. 
Praise him for the things you don't see him preventing you from. Praise him for keeping that girl out of your life, for keeping that boy out of your life. Hello? Thank you that their Instagram DM message didn't get to you. For real. Because God was like, nope. <laughs> That's mine. Nope. Nope. This is, is this encouraging y'all? We're going to pray. One more second. Alex, come on up. Bank, come on up. He sees more than you. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says this, the temptation in your life are no different from what others experience. I'm going to teach on that next week. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. How many of you want to say amen to that? God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so you can endure. When you are tempted, he will give you an escape. When you are tempted, when you feel like you're going to make a wrong decision, there is a pathway that is better for you, and it's his way. He sees more than you see, so thank him for that. Man, can you be just imagine with me for a moment? You're in the tribe of Israel, and you're walking, and you're grumbling and complaining. You've been walking for an extra three, four, five days. Then you show up to a sea. <laughs> Anybody else feel like that's like, like, now we just walked five extra days. We didn't have orthopedic shoes or whatever you call them with inserts in them and nice hiking boots. We walked through some tough stuff. How many of you know, because the easy route, when you walk the, the long route, you're going to walk through some stuff because he needs to grow you. He needs to stretch you. He needs to build you up. And they get to the sea and they're like, God, what are you doing here? I just imagine if I'm in that, in that circle of people or if I'm in that group of people, I'm saying, like, how dare you? Anybody else want to be in that boat with me? Like, how dare you? You made us walk all the way this way, and now we're sitting in front of a sea, and you want us to cross this? And the, the army of Egypt is literally right there. I can see them. I can hear their chariots. I can hear their horses. I can hear their shouting. I can hear that they're coming for us. They're going to kill us. And now we're in front of a sea? God, you don't see Jack. And how many of you know the moment they say that, God's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> I see everything. I see you, my children. I see you, my children, exactly where you are. This is it. This is so crucial. I see exactly where you're at and exactly what you need. So I'm going to make a way for you because I see more for you than you see for yourself. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful to God that he sees more for me than I could ever see for myself. He sees more for your life than you could ever see for your life. The depression and the anxiety, he sees more. The identity issue, he sees more. The suicidal thoughts, he sees more. The fear of not being loved, he loves you and he sees more. This is our God. This is the same God throughout the generations, throughout Scripture. He has been faithful. Come on. Why are we going this way, God? Because I got the best way for you. Not only am I going to walk you the long route so you don't get killed, I'm going to open up the seas for you to see my power. woo this is good news. So I know we're at a prayer meeting and I'm all juiced up right now. I literally just drank a cup of coffee before this. But I really believe the Spirit of God's here. And I don't, listen, I don't say that to say it. I usually don't say that. But some of you are seriously fighting with God about His timing. Some of you are still choosing to go your way instead of going God's way. 
And tonight, I believe tonight is the last time you're going to wrestle with him. And you're going to say, God, I tap out. I tap out. I trust your way. I trust your way. I trust your way. I trust your way. God, open up my eyes to see the impossible. God, open up my eyes to see you moving. God, I want to see the way that you see me going. So help me with my unbelief. Some of you have a major decision to make tonight. Let me say this to you again. He sees more for you than you see for yourself. Some of you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. He sees more for you than you see for yourself. So tonight I want to pray, God, I trust your timing. God, I trust your plans. God, I trust your purposes for my life. God, I trust that you have more for me. I wonder the last time you just thanked him and you told him that you trusted him. So tonight the band's going to sing. I just want to worship out of this place. Maybe you need to come up to the altar and repent. Hello? We believe that at this church. That like you can say sorry to God. (laughs) You can ask him to forgive you and he's quick to forgive. We don't do it because we're all going to stare at you as you come up here and get before God. Actually, what's going to happen is if you come up here and get before God, we're going to come around you. Because God sees more for you and Satan would want to have you see nothing. Nothing. He'd rather blind you and have you see nothing. He would rather look you, have you look at the sea and see, that's all I see is this, this ocean. There's no way I'm getting across this. Instead of God opening it up for you. So why don't you take some time to pray. Why don't you just thank him or ask him to forgive you. Or ask him for his perfect timing, his perfect plan for your life as the band sings tonight. Just worship him and thank him and praise him.